So rain is what is used to direct the animal. When it is too fast, you just lower it or just turn it in direction. That's the word wise, wise virgins. It means to rein in or to keep the emotions. That's amazing. So among believers, those who are the wise virgins are those who are able to control their emotions, their souls, their emotions. Praise God. Two believers. Now, assuming you are at the supermarket and you want to, I mean, you want to weave. You want to weave so high that you cannot help yourself. Or you, you want to weave. I mean, it is coming. What do you do? Do you say, oh, it's my right to release myself? So, in the midst of the supermarket, ah, you just do it there. Can you do that? Now, the word foolish, foolish virgins, the word foolish is the word moros, M-O-R-O-S, which is, when it is anglicized, we have the word moron, 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 which means, you know who a moron is? Someone who is dull and who is stupid and who is a fool. So, so are there believers like this? <laughs> so among believers... And the word moron, that's another meaning. The next meaning is the word double-mindedness. Double, or double-mindedness or double-souled. Double-souled. S-O-U-L-E-D. Double-souled. That means that you have two thinking. They live both for God and for themselves. <laughs> they live both for God and for themselves. That's amazing. But you know, I want us to go and um, rein in and keep. That means that your body, now, you know what Paul said? Paul said, knowing not that in a race all run, yet one receiveth the prize, run that ye may obtain. And he said, every man that striveth for the mastery is, is temperate in all things. Now they do this to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are incorruptible. So run, run I, not us, uncertainly. So fight I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it under, to subjection, lest after I have preached the gospel, I myself may be a cast away. Now Paul said, I perfect my body. He didn't say, I buffet my body. It's the same spelling. Someone was reading and said, Paul said, I buffet my body. Some of the versions use the word buffet. I buffet my body. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you want to buffet your body? <laughs> oh, you don't like buffet? You don't like buffet? <laughs> but for the spirit. <laughs> but this is what he said. I buffet. Oh, I keep. Oh, another version said I beat under my body. And bring it to subjection. Now, Paul calls it it. Paul calls his body it to subjection. And the word subjection means slave driver. 
He's saying that I enslave my body. My spirit is the master. My body is the slave. I enslave my body. That means that he's, I'm able to control my soul and my body. I'm able to control it. You know, I have the strap. I have the ring. Whenever I'm going this way and I realize that this one, I just turn it small. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, being able to keep the emotion is the ability to choose God minute after minute. We must choose God minute after minute. Every now and then we are confronted with decisions. So either it is for yourself, either you become a moron, or you become friend, which also means single-mindedness. Praise God. Someone said, as long as I have emotions, I have my right to sleep with anyone I want. All right. May you have the ring. Hallelujah. Now, quickly, let me summarize this in five minutes. He said, the wise took, all of them had their lamps. Both the wise and the foolish Christians have their lamps. And all of them have oil in their lamps, all of them. And what is the lamp? Proverbs 20, verse 27. The spirit of a man is the lamp of the Lord, searching the inward part of the belly. Your spirit is your lamp. The spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord, searching the inward part of the belly. All of them had lamps and had oil in the lamps. The oil is the Holy Spirit. Every believer, we all have the Holy Spirit within us. Hallelujah. But having the Holy Spirit within us is not what makes us wise. Because both the wise virgins and the foolish virgins all had lamps, all had oil. We all have a regenerated spirit. We all have the Holy Spirit in us. But this was the difference. The wise took extra oil in their vessels. The foolish never took oil in their vessels. Extra oil in their vessels. Praise God. The oil, what is a vessel? What is a vessel? In the Bible, when you read the Bible... There's this treasure in earthen vessels. Our humanity is our vessel. Our spirit is a lamp, but our humanity is the vessel. So the spirit, the influence of the Holy Spirit is not just in the spirit, but it has come pervaded in the regions of the soul, your emotions, your thinking, your feeling. It is now manifested in your body, your vessel. Hallelujah. They led the spirit life. The spirit life was not just imprisoned in their spirit. But it flowed, and they were led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. The Bible said they all slumbered and slept. What does it mean? It doesn't mean they all slept. In the Bible, to sleep, there are three meanings for sleeping. One is physical, phys- sleeping physically. That is rest. The second one is backsliding. Hallelujah. Paul said that let us not sleep as do others. He's not saying let us not take our physical rest. That's not what he's saying. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us not sleep as do others. First Thessalonians 5, 6. Let us not sleep as do others. But in Acts 13, 36, and David, after he had set his own generation by the will of God, fell on asleep. That means he died. So now they all slumbered and slept. It doesn't mean they all backslid. Then how is, how is, the, how is the wise wise? <laughs> and how is the foolish foolish? 
they all slept means that they all died. Then there was a midnight Christ and they all arose. The word arose in is the Greek word for resurrection. <laughs> we love it. Believers are going to be resurrected, but our resurrection doesn't solve our immaturity problem. Even our resurrection doesn't solve the problem of our immaturity. It doesn't. When, is believe, when are believers going to be judged? Many believers don't know this. Our judgment happens after rapture. Our judgment happens in heaven, not on earth. The judgment day is not going to be like one logo-logo line. Where, that's what we, I mean, or everybody, the whole world, believers and unbelievers, we are together. Then, when you come to the Lord, if you do good, if you do bad, that's what we taught. But there are different kinds of judgment. Remember, there's a judgment of the cross. There's a massive judgment. There's a judgment of the nations. And there's a great white throne judgment. Yeah. We will stand at the Bema seat judgment before the Lord for our works. We will not stand at the great white All those who have not embraced the cross will stand at the great white throne judgment. That's right. Everyone will be condemned to the lake of fire. Even those in hell will come back and will finally enter into the lake of fire. Hell is, <laughs> hell is not the final abode. Hell will be thrown to the lake of fire. <laughs> yeah. The final abode of the disobedient is the lake of fire, not hell. The final abode of the believer is not heaven, it's the new Jerusalem. Heaven is a tentative place for the excursion of the human spirit to await the resurrection of his body. (laughs) Yeah. From heaven, now look at how beautiful, beautiful heaven is. But there's a, a place better than heaven where we are going. <laughs> it is called the New Jerusalem. The metropolis, the theocratic metropolis of God's universe, the New Jerusalem. Don't try to think it, it's bigger than imagination. <laughs> Hallelujah. There was a midnight cry. And we stand before God. And remember, the foolish virgins, the Lord said, I know you not. Now listen. The I know you not doesn't mean Jesus doesn't know them. The Greek word used there means, I don't know you intimately. It's intimacy. Sometimes the, word, the Bible uses know for intimacy. For instance, Adam knew his wife and begat Abel, Cain. So even Adam having sexual intercourse with his wife, the Bible calls it knowing. There's knowing and there is knowing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, that is it. So Paul still said that I may know him. After many years of ministry, he still said that I may know him. But he knows him. There's a realm of knowing. The thing is this. The thief of, of the cross will not have the same reward with Paul on that day. There will be differences. There will be differences on that day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay. All right. Quickly. Now, with the power of the talent, now this, the virgin speaks of our, our work before God, our closeness to God and our living, how we live, express Christ. We are inwardly prepared. Hallelujah. But to be prepared outwardly speaks of the work of God, how you give your whole being to God, how you sacrifice working for God. Some of you, we have to beg you to serve God. Now, now, some people see the work of God as a sacrifice. Hey, before, before they start working for God, they have to weep and they have to give them, themselves to Jesus 10,000 times. Oh. It's as if they are losing to your whole world. Oh. Just to work for God. But for others, working for God is the highest privilege of unfathomable proportion. <laughs> to them, for God to confer such a high honor huh, upon, upon you. David Livingston said, far be it from me that I'll call the service of the king of kings a sacrifice. He said, when men are given ministerial positions in the state, we call them honorables. How much more the service of the king of kings? Said, I will not call it a sacrifice, I'll call it an honor. <laughs> yeah. He said, you love him so much that what can you cry? For if one died, then we're all dead. For the love of Christ constrained me. You see, the love is, you cannot help it. What can you do? Paul said, I will gladly save. I will gladly suck. And I, if I be poured down, if I be poured out, actually as libation, upon the service and the sacrifice of your faith, I joy and will rejoice again. Paul just, he, it's a revelation of his love. You just give. While people are complaining and they are running away and they are double-minded, you are single-minded all over. Look at Paul. He was even ready to suffer for Jesus. To him, suffering for Jesus is an honor. That, huh, it's just, so far, uh, you are not there yet, but he's suffering for Jesus. He, there's a place called the Fellowship of His Sufferings. One day I had been him saying that I've told Jesus that before I leave the earth, I want to fellowship with the sufferings. That, that's for great lovers. I mean, you're not there yet. Because you, you want to fellowship, get to every kind. Of, you want the fellowship to, to be complete. There's another realm. The last stage is the fellowship of his sufferings. Hmm. Hmm. And that, I, I desire that one day when I mature. <laughs> One day, sometimes say that I may know him and the fellowship of. Hey, hey. I have to think, am I, am I sure? But there comes a time, I wouldn't think like that again. There comes a time I'll be desiring. Oh. There's sometimes when I'm, under, under, when I'm under the anointing, I can say these things, but when I'm not, I don't say it. <laughs> because I've not come up to that stage. But once we are growing in love, we'll come to a place where. We just want to experience what the master experienced. We just, like, huh. we just want to give ourselves to him. Huh. Paul said, concerning the apostles, he said, I'm the least of, the, of, of the, all the apostles. He says, I'm not ready to be called an apostle. Then he, he said something. He said, 
I labored abundantly than they all, yet not I. The guy labored. Labored. He said, are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. Then he said, in labors, more abundant. Then he said, in stripes, above measure. In prisons, frequent. Then in death, often. I've died many times. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. Once I was stoned. Thrice I was beaten, beaten with rot. A night and a day I have been in the deep. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. If I didn't know how to swim. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. <laughs> I had a friend, one day I saw him with swimming costume. I said, the guy was evangelizing every day. He was a serious guy. Even when he had to take a car, he said he wanted to walk because Jesus walked from, Gal- walked from Galilee to Jerusalem. The guy, and one day I met him with swimming staffs. I said, why are you going? He said, I'm going to practice swimming. I said, why? He said, that's poor hardship wreck. And if he didn't know how to swim. <laughs> Man of God, you better go for some swimming classes. <laughs> but Paul, look at him. Imperials of waters. Imperials in the city. In danger. He had dangers in the city. Dangers in the wilderness, imperials by my own countrymen, imperials by false. Look at Paul. In coldness and in nakedness. In hunger, in fastings often. Just, just love. And he was joyful. He wasn't like, hey, hmm. No. He was just, beside those things which come upon me daily, beside those things which are without, that which come upon me daily, the care of all the churches. So who is offended? It's not me. Who is weak? I am not weak. The God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is blessed forevermore, knoweth that I lie not. He said, in Damascus, the governor and the Aritas kept the city of the Damascenes in a garrison, desirous to apprehend me. And through a window in the basket was I let down. And I escaped through his hands. It is not expedient for me, doubtless to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. A certain man preaching some years ago, he said, hold my basket well. <laughs> Paul said, you know, and through a window in a basket was I let down. If the guy had not held Paul well and he had fallen, 14 epistles would not have been written. <laughs> he said, hold my ba- tell your neighbor, hold my basket well. <laughs> Now, I don't want to, because of time, I don't want to ask to read the parable of the ten virgin, of, of the talents, but you know it. How many of you are familiar with it? Now, from verse 14, the Bible tells us that the kingdom of heaven is last unto a man traveling to a very far country who called his own servants. Now, the man was traveling to a very far country. That was Jesus, his ascension when he got to heaven. He called his own servants, actually his own slaves, his servants. We are both sons. And we are also seven. Praise God. According to grace, we are sons. According to responsibility, we are servants. Paul introduced himself as a servant of the Lord. Now, he called his own servant and delivered unto them his goods. Now, the goods are called talent. These talents are not natural talents. They are gifts that are given to the believer. Praise God. Because he called his own servant. He's not talking about the unbeliever. Believers. And he gave some five he gave some two and some one. But the rest of the verses was addressed to the guy who had only one talent. Because the problem, with, the problem was with the one talented guy. 
The problem was not with the guy who had two talents. The problem was not with the guy who had five talents. It was with the one talented guy. Most people shrink back from service because they feel they have no gift. They feel that their voice is not as sweet as fitty to enunciate with divine clarity. They feel their voice is not caused to groan in the spirit like the prayer secretary. They feel they don't have good voices enough, you, you know, to wobble with plaintiff like a sparrow. I don't have such good voice to join the family choir. So where is my place in the kingdom? <laughs> I have no standing. I have no foothold. I have no place in the kingdom. But Jesus told us that the least of us have one talent. Everybody has something to offer. Everybody has something. The problem is that instead of, instead of functioning as you are, you are functioning as you prefer to be. Instead of taking the lowliest places to please him, you are seeking for places of prominence to occupy. But beloved, let me show you something. <laughs> Paul said that those members of the body which seem to be feeble, they are very necessary. The word necessary means that they are indispensable. For instance, the members, now listen, look at my body. We are the body of Christ. This hand is so visible. Every day we are using our hands. Is that not so? We see the ministry of the hand. It's a visible ministry. Wow, this guy is working. Now listen. There are some vital organs which are, cannot be seen. The ligament, the sinews, the bands, the joints, they can't be seen with the first guy. But listen. This hand, you know, through an accident, this hand can be taken off, can be amputated, and you still live. You still live. Your leg can go, and you still live. But there are some vital organs inside which cannot be seen. If they take it away, you will die. There are some of us, our service is not seen. Nobody recognizes us. But we are so important that if we stop what we are doing, there will be a collapse. It is only on earth that we see this way. So when you are serving God, don't forget about ambition. Forget about great, great prospect. Your ambition is the Lord. Your vision is the Lord. Forget about everything. It is Him. Don't even think, think of becoming a great man of God. Don't even think of become, becoming a star. Don't think of everyone knowing you. All these things are worldly. Worldly things in spiritual dress. But it is Him alone. Listen, you can even use Jesus. You can even, now you, listen, you can even worship, worship, and not him. You can even study the Bible and seek the truth, but not him. You can even get, get scriptural knowledge, but it's not him. It's not about knowledge. It's not about power. It's him. He's our focus. It's not about trying to accomplish something great on earth. All these things, if you see from the light of eternity, are vanity. People will think they are stars. You wait and see. They're, they are just like lamps when the sun of righteousness shall be revealed. Don't desire to be a celebrity. Just follow him. Don't use Jesus as a ladder for your, as a, as a ladder for your own primary interest. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. 
Work when no man sees you. Labor when no man sees you. But angels are watching. The Father is watching. Beloved, we have a very short time. Amy, Amy Wilson Kamikel said, we have all of eternity to celebrate the victories, but we have a few hours before sunset. The sun is about to set. We live at the brink of that eternal world. How long are we living here? Very soon we shall be there. And if you have done the work sincerely, you give, but give sincerely, not with eye service. You pray. Why do you want everyone to say that you've, you've, prayed, you've prayed for three hours? So most of the time, the things we do, we lose our reward. I, I, I heard the story by Rejoiner. And this is what Rejoiner said. Rejoiner said the woman came to her. And the woman said, man of God, we've, I've been praying for you. Days and hours, I've been laboring in prayer for you. And the woman was talking about what she was doing. When the woman left, Jesus just said, she just received her reward. She has, she has already received her reward. Actually, she should have kept quiet and not revealed all that she was doing for the man. Kept quiet. The church today, our problem is that we don't have the hidden life. There is something we must do which no man is seeing, which God will reveal on that day. But every little accomplishment is on the Facebook. You want men to see it. You pray for the sick. Facebook. Whatever you do, Facebook. But the more you are maturing, the more you want to hide. If God wants to manifest you, it is for his own glory. And you don't even see it. And it doesn't affect you. He can bring you to the limelight. It doesn't affect you. It is for him. But that must not be your pursuit. He may bring some of you to the limelight, but that is not what you should chase for. That is not it. Paul said, if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of God. Hallelujah. Look at the body. If only 10% of the body is functioning, what will happen to the body? There will be a problem with the body. Today, in the body of Christ, only 10% of the body is functioning, taking their place. Don't worry where you are. It will be sweeping the church. Do it faithfully. And you have more reward than the preacher who is not doing it faithfully. Take your place. You know what Paul said? The eye cannot say to the foot, I have no need of thee. So the head cannot say to the foot, I have no need of thee. The, high, the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of thee. The problem is this. He was addressing superiority complex. The head is higher than the, the, the foot. The eyes are higher than the hand. Normally those who are high, they feel they don't need those who are less. So they walk high. We are this. Oh, you can't come to our level. We are the leaders. We are the we are the aristocrats. We are aristocratically diplomatic. We are blue-blooded patricians. I mean, we belong to the elite class of those who spiritually are. We are the executives of the ministry. You can't touch us. Touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. <laughs> my beloved, the real service is taking the lowliest places. Just going down. Hallelujah. Now look at what will happen. The problem with the guy with that one talent is that he went and 
dig the earth and buried his gift in the earth. When the Lord came, the Bible said that there was a day of reckoning and the Lord came. For a long time, he came out and reckoned with them. Beloved, there is a day of reckoning. There is a day of reckoning. He came out and he reckoned with them. And the guy with the five talents had five more. The guy with the two talents had two more. But the guy with the one talent, he had gone, he had digged the earth and buried it there. Where is your gift now? Don't say you don't have a gift. Start doing something and you see it. And he buried in the earth. What does it mean? The earth stands for the world. He allowed worldly influences and the concept of the world to swallow, to prevail the concept, the ideas, the ideologies of this world, the precept, the concept to, for, to shadow his gift and his callings. He buried it in the earth. Jesus said, no man lighted a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. Some have put their candles on a bushel instead of putting it on a candlestick. Let it be on a candlestick. The church is a candlestick. Use your gift to serve in the church. The church, the mystery of the seven golden candlesticks which thou sowest are the seven churches in Asia. The church is a candlestick, but some have taken their candle and put it under a bushel. In those days, the bushel was for dry measures. The bushel was used for business. It was a bushel of business. It was used to measure grain. What did you say, Olonka? Yeah, that is it. It was used to measure grain. And some have taken their light and they have taken the bushel and put it under. That means that they have allowed their profession to extinguish their passion. They have allowed something has killed their fire. Your academics must not even take your fire away. In the name of academic work, you are saying you are not doing anything in the house of God. There are people with better grades who came out with first class honors and they served this ministry. And they were fully committed in this ministry. And you, you don't even have first class yet. And you are saying you don't have time. No, you have time, but you are misusing it. He's coming for a bride without a wrinkle. Without wrinkle means that Jesus is coming for a young bride, not an old woman. And the word without wrinkle means no loss of time. No loss of time. Come for a church that has not lost the time. May you not waste your time. No loss of time. You know, sometimes we lose the time. Look at Israel. Do you know that from, now listen, they took three months to leave Egypt to Mount Sinai. From Mount Sinai to Canaan to Kadesh Benia is 11 days walk. Deuteronomy 1 verse 2. 11 days walk. From Mount Sinai to Kadesh Benia is 11 days walk. But they used 38 years. Yeah. 11 days walk, they used 38 years. There's something you can do in 5 days, but you're using 5 years. There's something you can do in 2 weeks, but you're using 3 years. Don't do that. You know how to redeem the time. David said, a day in thy court is better than a thousand. What he's saying is that a day in thy court is better than a thousand days. What he's trying to say is that if I spend a day in his presence, I can redeem a thousand days, which is three years in one day. The more you spend time with Jesus, the more you recover lost years. And he shall restore unto you the years that the locust has eaten. And the cankerworm, the palmerworm, and the caterpillar. There is a restoration coming your way. 
for all that you have lost the time you have lost maybe you are in the final year you have not invested in the ministry in the kingdom but with a few days ahead of you God can give you speed God can give you speed to do what you have not been able to do and to accomplish your calling on campus God sent Jonah to Nineveh and he went to, to Tashish. But when he came to the belly of, of the fish and he repented, you know what happened? The Bible said Nineveh was, is a three days journey, but he made it in one day. That's the power of the resurrection. I don't know how many years you have wasted, but before we close, an anointing will come upon you to restore and to recover. And I'm going to fulfill with speed what you have not been able to do for all these years in one semester you fulfill all to the glory of god the father in jesus name glory to the father glory to god glory to god then he said you know what you told him he said you should have taken the lost money and given it to the investors the bankers so the talent is the lost money Actually, in the Greek is the word silver. The talent is the lost silver. And silver in the Bible is for redemption. It's for redemption. That means that your gift must bring someone to Christ. Number two, silver. Redemption means restoration and recovery. Your gift must raise up somebody. Your gift must recover somebody. Hallelujah. The whole tabernacle of Moses was put together, was held by silver. It was put together, it was held by the silver socket. Put together by the silver hooks and the silver fillet. And the silver crowns. If you execute the lost money, the lost gift, your ministry, I'm telling you, the body of Christ will fully function to the glory of God. Take your place. And the Bible said, now, both with the virgins, the virgins, he said, I know you not, and they couldn't enter in. But with these guys, now let's go down. He cast them to outer darkness where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth let's go down let's go down let's go down quickly please no you've gone too far come to 29 and 30 Come to 30. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now listen. This is a very unique scripture. But it's not talking about, this is not hell. The unprofitable servant is not taken to hell. There's a difference between outer darkness and the finance of fire. Jesus chose those words well. The finance of fire is for unbelievers in hell. But the unprofitable servants are in outer darkness. Hallelujah. And they shall be weeping the national teeth. What is this place? First Corinthians 3. Verse 11 to 15. I want you to check it so that you don't go to outer darkness. I don't want, to, I don't want you to go there. Verse 12, rather. Verse 12 to 15. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, and stubble. Verse 13. Every man's work, now listen, every man's work, all of us, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, 
and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort, not the size, but the sort, of what sort it is. Let's go on. If any man's work abide, which he has built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. On that day, if your work abide, you shall receive a reward. Let's go on. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Have you seen it? There are some people, the Bible said they would suffer loss, yet they are saved. But they are saved by fire. How many of you want to be saved by fire? Praise God. Hallelujah. What is the quality of your material? I don't want to go into it. But we are all building with materials. It's the quality of what you are doing in the kingdom of God. And this is it. Some shall be saved. They shall be saved, yet so as by fire. That is the weeping and the gnashing of teeth. In the outer darkness. Now listen, on that day, when we stand before the throne of Jesus, the Bema Seat Judgment, it is called the Bema Seat Judgment. 2 Corinthians 5.10, we shall all appear at the judgment seat. The word judgment seat is the word Bema. In the Olympic Games, when the games were over, judges sat upon thrones called Bema to give special award, reward for those who participated in the race. Now listen, on that day, on the judgment day, ah, on that day, God's judgments are not to be feared. They are to be desired. The Bible said that Zion shall be redeemed with judgment. Even the judgments are in his love. You shouldn't fear the judgment day because there is no fear in love. Fear has torment. <laughs> he that feareth is not made perfect in love. No. Now, on that day, God, would, there, there wouldn't be a single harsh word that would come from the Father's mouth. He wouldn't say any harsh word on you. No. No. He wouldn't bring up your persons and those things. No. That's what will happen. When we stand before his glory, our eyes will be opened. You yourself, you know how foolish you have been. When you are exposed to his glory, and you will see all that Christ did for you, and you frustrated the grace of God and received it in vain, and you look back and realize that you have slept away your spiritual life. All the opportunities you could have taken for him, you missed it. In fact, the pain you go through will be you will weep. I say you because I'll not be there. <laughs> <laughs> weep. In fact, you you will weep to such an extent that it's not it's not be possible to wipe your own tears. Because of, of the pain and the sorrow. In fact, you can't wipe your own tears until God himself comes and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more pain, no crying, no sorrows. God himself will wipe away your tears. If he doesn't do that, you cannot even wipe your own tears for the lost opportunities. You shall suffer loss. You know why? You, why? you will enter the kingdom, but you will not inherit the kingdom. Yeah. You will enter the kingdom but you will not inherit it. You will not possess it. You will not receive it. 
and you know, in the coming age, we'll have different appointments. Some of us will, be, will come, will come with, all of us will come with Christ to the earth. And when we come, Christ will reign in Jerusalem. Oh, I wish. Christ will reign in Jerusalem. I mean, there'll be an, a temple called the Millennial Temple. That is what Ezekiel saw in Jerusalem. Now, when Christ comes, we'll come with Christ to the earth. And if we'll come and Christ, his feet will touch Jerusalem. The moment his feet touch Jerusalem, there'll be an earthquake. And Jerusalem will no longer be a hilly place. It will be leveled. And between, between his coming and the kingdom age, there is seven, 75 days. Within those 75 days, he will do everything. He will judge the nations, call the judgments of the sheep and the goat. He will judge them. And he will rebuild Jerusalem himself, Christ. He will build it himself. And he, Jerusalem will become, he said, I will lay thy foundations with sapphire and with antimony and all thy bodies with precious stones. And he himself will build a temple. The temple will not be where the former temple was. Because the temple is a very big, it is huge. The temple with its with it buildings is 50 miles square. It will be between the Mediterranean Sea and the Dead Sea. And he will set the temple. And there will be 12 thrones the 12 disciples will sit on. And welcome and the overcomers. You know, there, is, there are those who, who overcome. There are two kinds of believers. Defeated believers and overcoming believers. Lot was a defeated believer. Abraham was an overcoming believer. Yeah. So the judgment, in the judgment, we see the overcomers and the ordinary believers. And they will reign with Christ. Some will reign like the, like the talent. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. The guy who, with one talent never entered the joy of the Lord. So even joy is in different degrees. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Joy will be an eternal recompense for faithful service. And then there is authority. He will say, be that ruler over ten cities. So some of us are going to reign over cities right. and over continents. Others are going to reign. Some of us are going to reign over continents. Others are going to reign over nations. Others over cities. Others over towns. Others over villages. Others, others over cottages. <laughs> Assemblymen. <laughs> Others over streets. <laughs> others over families. <laughs> yeah. If Paul is giving a continent, the thief on the cross will be giving maybe a, someone said a pack, maybe a family. <laughs> and we'll have crowns. Crowns. The crown of glory. Oh, the crown of rejoicing. The crown of righteousness. The crown of life. The crown of life is for those who endure temptations. That's still have the crown of life. The crown of glory is for those who are doing ministry well, faithfully. First Peter 5 verse 4. The crown of righteousness are those who love the Lord and are waiting for His coming and are finishing their assignment. The crown of rejoicing are for the soul winners. Crowns on that day. Hallelujah. And you see, of course, even with our inheritance, there are two inheritances. The Bible uses the word, there are two inheritances. Every believer will have an inheritance. We are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. There's inheritance as sons. There is also the inheritance as a reward. Colossians 3.23. Uh-huh. So, beloved, as we work with the Lord and labor for him, some will be in what is outer darkness. 
let me conclude with this, out of darkness. You see, on that day, now listen, some people want to spend eternity with Jesus. Fellowship, some people want to spend eternity, eternity fellowshipping with Jesus, but they don't want to spend time in fellowship with him in time. What kind of truth is that? They want him in the future, but they don't want him in the present. It's a lie. You see, on that day, some will be closer than others. Yeah. Some will be closer than others. Some will be. Now, look at this book, The Final Quest. If you read it, Regina spoke of that kind of experience. If you have read The Final Quest. He said when he got to heaven, I mean, he was walking and he saw some of the saints standing and actually some of the great men in history we read about. And he saw that they were in glory. Then they told him that, oh, don't, don't. we are the foolish virgins. Where you are walking is the realm of the foolish virgins. But he said, how can it be? But they were also in glory. He could see the place. He never thought heaven would, would even be like this. Then he, they told him that we've slept our spiritual life. It was so amazing. But we have read about you on earth. So that is not it. And he walked in, within the hall to the place where the throne was, far away. He said, how long did it take? It was like years. It was also like this. It was also like seconds. I mean, it's the realm of the eternity. Then he got to where the throne was and he saw those who were sitting as kings. They were the overcomers. Then he turned to see where he had come from and he saw that place was darkness. But when he was there, he didn't see the darkness. He saw it was powerful. Why? Because it's glory to glory. The glory around the throne compared with the glory down there is like light and darkness. Yet it is glory, but there are differences in glory. <laughs> the Bible said there is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon. And one star different from another star in glory. Praise God. So some will be closer to Jesus. Some will be where, ah, 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 ah. Ah, we wish now listen, don't be double-minded. Give everything to Jesus. Don't be a foolish virgin. One day, you go like, ah. This small boy preacher was telling, telling us on, on the 5th of February, I wish I had heard it. But that will not be your story. God has enough. Even for you to sit at the expense of the time to listen to the word of God means you, you, are, you are desiring for more of him. Hallelujah. But don't let the time you've invested be in vain. Some of you are in hurry. What are you going to do in the hostel? To watch a movie. But you don't want to baptize yourself in the word. Spend, your, spend time in the word. Sometimes it is easier to watch an Nigerian movie for five hours than to spend 30 minutes in the word of God. But change is coming. Look at the enthusiasm with which you watch your movies. And with series and all the new inventions. And if I look at your enthusiasm, it's, like, it's almost like you are in it. You are just, ah. But the moment you open the Bible, you start yawning aimlessly. <laughs> you yawn and you stretch. Why? 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 You watch Ghana match. Ghana versus Cameroon. How many minutes was that? 90 minutes. 
When was the last time you spent 90 minutes in the Word of God? When was the last time? That's why you're always worried. Why are you worried? Because you don't spend time in the Word. Why have you lost your peace? Why are you comparing yourself with each other? Your heart is weighed down because four years no one has grabbed you. Why are you troubled? If you were to spend time with God, the peace of God that passes all understanding would have preserved you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, beloved, time is for sowing, eternity is for reaping. Hallelujah. things I want, I want you to number one this year talk to Jesus and the Holy Spirit more than any human being <laughs> number two choose God minute by minute minute by minute you know how to choose God minute by minute maybe you see a nice lady moving you just looked but something like ah just look at her ties now listen Another voice said, just turn again and look at her ties and look at her shape. Just look at her Coca-Cola shape. Now listen, the first one was a look, but the second one will be a stare. So you turn and, oh, oh, the creation of God. Oh, the wonders of, you know, I just use that as an example. That we, we choose minute by minute. And we have power, we have the rain, and we have, we have the power to curb our emotions. Hallelujah. To choose. Sometimes, I mean, you are serving your roommate. There are two cups. One is nicer, one is ugly. You always choose a nicer cup for yourself. It's selfishness. It's not love. Always give others the best. The Bible says in Anna, prefer one another. Anna others more than yourself. In sufferings, as do others. But in Anna, give preference to others. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift up your voice and just begin to love Jesus. You want to love him as never before. Knowing that of the Lord, you shall receive the reward of your inheritance. Hold us. What grace the Lord has given us. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. That we should be called the sons of God. Come on, be in spirit. And connect to him. Let your condition match your position. You are already close to him. Your cozy style. Your cozy style. Inward preparation. Outward preparation. Your cozy style. Jesus. Jesus. The one who loves you, Jesus.
Behold Jesus. Behold Jesus. Behold Jesus. He is calling you today that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death. As the deer panthers after the water brooks, so panthers my soul after thee, O God. My flesh longeth after thee, and my soul tested for thee in a dry and testy land where no water is to see thy glory and to see thy power for a day in thy court is better than a thousand i'd rather be in a doorkeeper in the house of my god than to dwell in the tent of wickedness one can i have desired of the lord and that will i seek after that i may dwell in the house of the lord to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire at his temple. My soul followeth hard after thee. We seek after him. We long for him. He is our desire. Jesus. Jesus. The one who loves you. For the love of Christ constraineth us. Yatas is the Mendalabatal. For when we are yet without strength in new season, Christ died for the ungodly. Jesus, Jesus, the love of our soul, the bridegroom, our bridegroom, Jesus, the one who loves us. Jesus, the Lord, our lover. Begin to connect to him, begin to love the altogether lovely. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for thy love is better than wine. Yes, yes, Oh, connect to his love. Connect to the river of life. For there is a river, the streams were rough. There is the holy tabernacles. The stream of God is flowing. The river of life is flowing in this place. Jesus, the one who hung on the cross. Jesus, the one who loved you. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And who being in the form of God, taught it's not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even the death on the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name that is about every name. It is Jesus. It is Jesus, the Prince of Paradise. It is Jesus, the fairest among the fair. It is Jesus, the quintessence of all light. It is Jesus, the dead star before our eyes. It is Jesus.
Jesus. It is Jesus, the light of life. It is Jesus, and who has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord being revealed? For he shall go up before him as a root and as a tender plant out of a dry ground. He has no form of cleanliness, and when we shall see him, there is no barrier of beauty that we should desire him. A man of sorrows and acquainted with our grief. Jesus, 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 He is calling you. He is calling you. Deep collect unto deep. At the noise of thy water sprout, all thy waves and all thy billows are gone over me. We look for eternity. We look for eternity to the land of Pharaoh, of Pharaoh, to that city. We look for Him, looking for Him, looking for the mercy of our Savior, looking for Him. We look for Him. We behold Him. I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. I have finished my course. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give unto me, and not to me only, but to all them that love is appearing. All them that love is appearing. We love is appearing. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Even so, come Lord Jesus. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come. And let him that hear it say, Come. And let him that is attached, let him come to the fountains of water. Let him take the water of life freely. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come. Hey, come, 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 come. Come, 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 come. Come, 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 come. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come. Come ye to the waters. And ye that have no money, yea, buy wine and buy milk. Without money and without price. Why do you spend your labor for that which is not bread and for that which profited not? Yea, come, 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 come to the waters. Yema says the tail. Lema command the river causes die. Lema command on us a time. Hey, 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 hey. There is a realm of God. There is a realm of God. There is a dimension in God. There is a sphere in God. There is a realm of faith. There is a realm of grace. There is a realm of life. Come up, hitter. Come up, hitter. He said, Come up, hitter. 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 Come up. Come up. Come up. Come up. Come up. Come up. Hold the Lord. Hold the Lord. Hold the Lord. Jesus. My sweetheart. My bridegroom. Jesus. To see his face. To see his glory. To feel him. To see him. To hear him. Jesus. You are caught to a relationship, a living relationship. You are caught to intimacy. It's a love affair. It's a love affair. It's a love life. It's a love life. You have been caught. Even Jesus. Even Jesus. Does he not deserve it? He deserves your love. He deserves it. He deserves it. Even Jesus. Even Jesus. It's a love relationship.
love him lift up your hands toward heaven and love him as if fresh grace as if fresh manner as if fresh manner hot fresh from above raining on us i see I see the wavelength of the spirit. The breeze of the spirit. Oh, yes. Oh, There's something new. Something fresh is coming. Something fresh is coming. Something fresh. Fresh grace is just bombarded here. Ah. Receive this grace. Receive this fresh grace. Receive this fresh grace. Hallelujah. I see fresh manna falling. You got to receive it. Change in your life today. Those of you ourselves, the angels have ministered here. I see angels ministering. Hallelujah. 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 See him.
the next two minutes you just want to wave just i want you to fall in love with jesus in two minutes just love language just 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 tell him how much you love him and it's going to be a seed that will remain in your life thank you jesus But what I've come to realize is not about any man. We need to set our eyes on Jesus. I want us to stretch forth our hands to daddy I want us to speak a blessing into his life we want to speak a blessing into his life father we thank you so much for this word that has come to bless us Lord we thank you for your vessel we thank you for your servant oh God we thank you for his family we thank you for his ministry we thank you for his life we thank you everything about everything that concerns his life, oh Lord. One thing do we desire, oh God, that you shall continue to use him mightily. I love you forever, Lord. I 
I pray that you shall always protect his family, oh God. I pray that the anointing upon his life shall continue to increase. In Jesus' name we pray thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Let's go take our seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Ask your neighbor, what did you learn this morning? 